Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Well, I hope your remembrance of Martin Luther King today is a good one, and I hope that our country continues down a path that will benefit from his legacy. It's too bad that a lot of his legacy gets cramped into, uh, you know, political wokeness, but we'll talk about this and some actual problems that we're facing. Stay here. It's Kevin McCullough. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He's playing the role as, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Oh, friends, it's a big week, and we've got a lot to be thankful for, and I am so thrilled uh, to be telling you about uh, this coming Saturday night's launch of That Kevin Show. Uh, I don't want you to miss it. In fact, I'd love you to have uh, host a big watch party. Uh, just get together. we got great guests. Uh, we're going to have incredible musical talent, uh, and it's going to be something really fun. But that comes up Saturday night, 9 o'clock, Salem News Channel is where you find that. Download the app, Salem uh, News Channel. You can get it on your uh, Android or Apple device. And you can get it everywhere you get OTT. So Roku, uh, Google Play, Amazon Prime, Apple TV, it's it's everywhere. And we hope to see you there. Or just watch it on the web, snc.tv. I'll tell you more about that coming up. We've also got uh, some market stuff to take a look at today. Hillary Kramer, she, you know, she loves to be on even on the hol- uh, even on the trading holidays because she she wants you to be aware of when things open tomorrow, like exactly how to attack the market. So the Millionaire Maker will be with us later in the show. Look forward to that. Our normal money report on Monday carrying on regardless of the holiday. But I don't know about you, but I am starting to have some real, um, not doubts. I, this sounds terrible, and it's going to just make me sound horrible to my next guest. But I, I literally broke out in giggles multiple times over the weekend because every time you'd hear someone say, oh, they found some more documents, then you'd hear Corinne Jean-Pierre in the White House say, well, you know, the president takes this very seriously, and he's promising he's going to do something about it. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, you know, we're, we're confident we got them all. And then, boom, there's another, there's another set of them. In fact, Jim Jordan said on Twitter last night, uh, where, where hasn't Joe Biden hidden some documents now? For some perspective on this, let's go to our uh, former uh, uh, Treasury Department official. I, last time I said she was the Assistant Secretary of the Treasury, but that was wrong, Mo- Dr. Monica Crowley. You were what, what? What was the correct title that I should have used? <laughs> well, first of all, it's great to be with you, and Happy New Year, Kevin. Happy New Year, by the way. Yeah. Thank you, and congrats on the new Salem News Network show on Saturday night. I can't wait to see it, and I can't wait to be a guest. 
which will happen very soon. So I'm excited. We will make that that. happen. I promise you, lady. Yeah. I I look forward to it. Um, Yes. The last time I was on, you gave me a big promotion to deputy (laughs) secretary of the treasury, which is the number two under the secretary. I actually served as assistant secretary. So that's like Uh. the third rung down. So you gave okay. me a great promotion, and you know well, what? Well, you were just it. a lot more. You were just a lot more than a mouthpiece, and I didn't want people thinking you were just, you know, just the the press gal that went out and did the, the news conferences. You you actually had some some uh, importance in that office, and you know what? I God love you. I wish you were still there because the mess that we're in right now, and we can't seem to find, you know, the the clouds from the sun when it comes to uh, what we're going to do by way of monetary policy and our economy. And we have evidently Dr. Fuddle, who has put documents in nearly every section of his of, of anything he owns. I mean, I'm expecting them to find them in the milk carton in the refrigerator pretty soon, Monica. <laughs> you know, you mentioned my job at Treasury during the Trump administration, and it was such an honor and a blessing for me to do that job uh, on behalf of the American people and the country that I love. And I will tell you that when you go into the federal government at that level, one of the very first things they do is make you do an entire course on the handling of classified material. (laughs) So I have to sit, and it was like an in-person thing as well as like an online um, digital course as well on handling classified material. That applies to everybody going in. So Mrs. Clinton, who had her own classified material scandal, she had to sit through these courses. Joe Biden, same thing. Okay, and so the idea that Joe Biden has reams, apparently, of classified material in multiple locations. I mean, Kevin, we don't know how many classified documents are floating around at how many locations, because with every passing day, you hear of, oh, whoops-a-daisy, we discovered another uh, several documents in, you know, the cistern of the Wilmington uh, house or the sewage system of, you know, the Rehoboth Beach house. Like nobody knows where all this stuff is there. It is uh, completely unacceptable for a guy who's been in government his entire life, has never really had a job in the private sector. So should know this stuff like the back of his hand. That's number one. Number two, the fact that he condemned Donald Trump and sicked the FBI and the DOJ, the most fearsome agencies in the U.S. government, to go conduct a raid of Donald Trump's private residence um, because of classified documents and, and trying to locate them. The fact that he did all of this when he knew, or maybe he didn't, maybe his brain is so rattled he forgot, but in any case, it's completely unacceptable that the President of the United States, as Vice President, with no unilateral authority to declassify anything, absconded with classified material, and then is sicking the government on others like Donald Trump on the same issue. It's completely outrageous, unacceptable, and now we've got a special counsel, and we're going to have to see where that goes, whether or not that is wholly corrupt, or whether or not they are going to use that as a lever to remove Joe Biden from the presidency, or at the very least, the 2024 race. You're always examining it from these multiple layers of uh, motive, which I think uh, anybody that spent any amount of time around 
uh, the federal government, you, you're kind of forced to because it's the it's the reality. Everyone's got motives. Everyone's got uh, outcomes. They're all playing five five ways to the center. And uh, you have to ask those questions when the when the president's supposed treasure trove of documents, you know, the, the 12 things they had laying on the floor very carefully kind of crafted for that photo that went viral like in, in seconds. I think if, if my memory serves me correctly, that a bunch of those folders ended up being empty and there wasn't even as much stuff there as what they thought. Monica, they are finding and, and they're not telling us how much they're finding, which I think pretends very poorly for Joe Biden, because uh, evidently he just he just tossed this stuff around like it was like it was yesterday's newspaper. But they're, they're telling us now that that Hunter Biden not only lived at the residence where these documents were held, but that a lot of times, you know, he had probably access to this kind of stuff when we consider the corruption of the Chinese or the Ukrainians or the Russians and their influence on Hunter Biden as just the poor schlub that he is, because he, he barely knows which end is up, I think, most days. Um, he, shouldn't we be should we be approaching this from a national security protocol? Shouldn't we be approaching this as though uh, maybe some of our deepest secrets have been filtered, pilter, pilfered, given, sold, stolen, uh, sold to uh, to people that that really, I mean, it, it just seems like no one's taking this very seriously. And Corinne Jean-Pierre gets kind of upset when Peter Ducey asks her a follow-up. Last week, Joe Biden, when he was first asked about this by Ducey, was talking about, you know, we can't believe that these documents were in your garage next to your Corvette. And video has since emerged of these random cardboard boxes just sort of thrown helter-skelter in the back of his garage while he peels out in his beloved Corvette? Are those the docu- classified documents? Are those the nation's secrets? We don't know. But when he, he took the question and Biden said, well, I mean, it's not like my, my vet is sitting out on the street with these documents. You know, they're locked away. Well, you know who had a key to that garage with Hunter Biden? You're yeah. exactly right. We now know Hunter Biden was the bag man for the Biden crime family, selling influence and access around the world, many times at the expense of our nation's national security and our nation's interests. So the initial story, Kevin, was that these documents, at least the initial batch that were quote unquote found. Monica, can I keep way, you found, can I keep yeah, you eight more minutes? Because yeah. I we, we sure. gotta talk about this more. Let's take a break. Come right back. Kevin McCullough, don't go anywhere. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Well, so glad to have you with us on this Monday, the Martin Luther King holiday. And I didn't intend to keep my first guest over, but we this is this is too important to let go of. And it has bothered me all weekend. And Dr. Monica Crowley is back with us. Do not miss the Monica Crowley podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Uh, it is there. It is. Uh, you need to subscribe to it. You need to listen to it. And I know that, uh, Monica, you have you've served uh, at the behest of a, a variety of different presidents and administrations, and you've been connected to people in government and, and sometimes out of, the, you know, when, when your site's out of office, you've you've gone back to the public sector and, you know, commentated and done that stuff and then gone back into the service of the people. And so I just appreciate your 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 kind of broad uh, filter of experience and perspective that you can give to this. And if we have somebody that is um, that is as compromised as Hunter Biden with access to documents that 
for some reason they're classified. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Things don't get classified if, they're, if, if there's nothing of importance in them. And we, we've seen how the media, you know, just did a blowtorch on Trump for having them locked in a place that the Secret Service and the National Archives told them to keep them locked in. Um, we don't know what's been sold. We don't know what's been compromised here. And the administration themselves just don't seem to care. And I think the American people actually care a lot more about this than the media is letting on. Yeah, this is one of these scandals that the general public can understand. It's easy to digest. Well, the nation's secrets, what are they doing floating around next to Joe Biden's Corvette in his home when he was vice president and had no authorization yeah. whatsoever to either declassify or remove to take those them. documents? Yeah. Right. Unlike Donald Trump, who had all authority to do all of that. Um, look, initially, what we have heard is that the documents in question concern China. What a surprise. The Biden crime family has taken tens of millions of dollars from CC, the CCP and CCP-related entities. That's number one. Ukraine. Oh, there's another surprise. That was a hub of money laundering uh, for the Biden crime family and continues to be so throughout this war. Um, three, the U.K. And initially, Kevin, I have to tell you, I kind of dismissed that. Like, oh, what would Biden be doing with with documents from the UK. And then it dawned on me, and I've talked about this on my own podcast, which is that the UK was central to the Russia hoax against Donald Trump. Remember, most of those oh. operatives, like Stefan Halper, um, oh, yeah. the setup of George Papadopoulos happened in London. You had the British intelligence agencies deeply involved in the Russia hoax. And you know who else was deeply involved? Joe Biden along with Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and others. So now I'm thinking, okay, these documents may have had to do with that and a cover-up of Biden's role in the Russia hoax. It has to do with all of these other foreign adversaries, our worst enemies, that are paying off the American commander-in-chief. We don't know yet what's going on, but to your pointed question, Kevin, I think most of the American people get it. They understand the scandal and they are completely disgusted and outraged and they want answers. When you know that there's been big, big time money for the for the big guy and there's all these deals that have been cut and you know that it's that it's Hunter and Jim and the big guy that were all in on it. They they have to they have to move it around somehow. Right. But Hunter can't write a 10 million dollar check to dad and say, oh, here you go. Here's your cut of the last uh, of the last thing that we pulled. Is there is anybody going to look into any of this and see if, if you know, maybe a $50,000 a month rent check is a little bit abnormal? So apparently Hunter was paying Pops 50 k a month to rent, quote unquote, the Wilmington pad. So either Joe Biden is the most extortionary landlord in the history of landlords or that house was a money laundering hub of epic proportions. We know that they were laundering money through Ukraine. God knows where else. But apparently they were also, because that, that's just an exorbitant amount of money to, for your son. I mean, the, the, the son, Hunter, had his old you know, bedroom that he grew up in. That You know, when we all go home to our parents, we've got that yeah. room back, right? Of course. Well, so why is he paying his father 50 k a month? It looks like they were using their real estate in order to push and launder the money through. Do we know that for a fact? No. But the good news is we've got a Republican majority in the House that now has subpoena power and full investigative power 
to look into all of this. And look, that's happening on the right, on our side, these investigations. But what's really curious, and I was talking today about this on my podcast, so please uh, go check out today's show, the Monica Kelly yeah. podcast, because I really break it all down about what the left is now doing to Joe Biden. OK, it's clear that the left's power brokers, the deep state now want him gone. He has outlived his usefulness. And now the signal is the tell, Kevin, is that the propaganda press have gotten their marching orders to start going after him and no longer protect him. All over the Sunday shows, Jake Tapper, et cetera. Yep. They're all now starting to question. And key Democrats have gotten their marching orders. So like Adam Schiff yesterday was like, oh, you know, Merrick Garland was right to appoint this special counsel. This is serious. Biden could have compromised our national security. All of a sudden, now they're interested in that nonsense. They yep. want Joe Biden gone, and they're going to use this as one of the levers to do it. And this is one of the reasons, and I'm glad you brought it back because I wanted to get in there. The the This is one of the reasons why I think the average American uh, can see all of this with their own eyes. They, they, they used to be far more adept at the uh, covertness of the game. Um, but there's a, there's a certain degree that when, when evil just gets um, arrogant enough, they just believe that they're too cocky to be to, to have to worry about the uh, keeping it hidden kind of idea anymore. And that's where we are. I think with the modern progressive Marxist culturally you know left leaning side of the uh, of the equation, I think they are so bold. In what they want to do, they will they will run over people. They will throw the body away. They, they will they will dismiss uh, a president that they helped get elected in in I believe fairly wrongful ways. Uh, and they and they won't care ultimately about the welfare of the United States. And Monica, that's what this Congress and Kevin McCarthy have to really really take into consideration. Final question: Ten seconds. What are your thoughts on on his start to his speakership? And are you pleased? Well, so far, so good. I mean, look, I am on the record as supporting the 20 Republicans who have the courage to stand up and say, no, not so fast. If we're going down this road, we need serious reforms in terms of how this body operates. And they got so many fantastic concessions about investigations, about the Rules Committee, about the Freedom Caucus being appointed to critical committees. They won so many concessions that it was a huge, huge victory. Um, That being said, you know, it looks like McCarthy is abiding by those rules. And he has to because he also agreed to the motion to vacate the chair, only requiring one member of Congress. So if he doesn't live up to his promises, boom, there's going to provoke a a vote, which he may survive or may not. But he knows that he cannot screw around. So, so far, I think it's been very good. One of the most recent things that I really like, Kevin, is the fact that the other Kevin, the speaker, has agreed to release the January 6th footage. 14,000 hours. Unedited. Unedited. And we're going to see exactly what happened and the role of the feds in creating this so-called insurrection. Well, so much to, to to watch and see happen in the in the months, weeks, and months to come. And the the place online that you can go get that uh, every day, because Monica Crowley is going to be talking about it, is the Monica Crowley podcast. Of course, please come back to Kevin McCullough Radio because we're going to do it as well. But uh, Monica, thank you for being here. Always a pleasure, Kevin. Thank you. You got it. Be well. And uh, she will be coming up on uh, the, uh, let's see, next Saturday. Well, sometime within the next two weeks on that Kevin show on the weekend. So it uh, should be a lot of fun. Kevin McCullough coming right back. We've got a big show yet today. Stay here.